hello and welcome to another episode of bro talk my name is nrm chibike alexander aka simply bird today we are going to talk about yeah a few things our last match against um writing and overview i don't know if i'm going to say review because i'm not going to review anything i think if you are a chelsea fan you know there shouldn't be any review and even a preview for any of our matches this is because it's almost as if we are seeing the same result so you just come back and say um do you did you watch last match oh no um what's um what is the last chelsea match you watch oh let me think back let me think back let me think back aston villa okay just take aston villa match copy and paste yeah same old same oh except of course we scored a goal okay 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 let me calm down i am a little bit pissed so yeah i'm going to do a little review of a match and then maybe a preview of our um, match against Real Madrid, our quarterfinal second leg, Stanford Bridge is the location. <sighs> yeah. So I'm, and I'm going to share some of the news making the round. But then let's listen to the depressing highlights from our last match against Brighton and Hover Beyond. Chelsea have given it away again. Ferguson made room for the shot, and it comes back off the frame of the goal. Terrific effort. Chelsea got lucky. Fernandez, nice pass. Mudrick. He's got Chilwell outside him. Other options the other way. Still going. Still going. Deflected shot. And in. Gallagher will claim it. And Chelsea against the run of play. Have the lead here at the bridge inside the first. 13 minutes. Mitamar starting to see more and more of the ball, the Japanese. Twinkling feet, Mitamar, fantastic run, and only Kepa kept him out. And Ciso's ball across. What a save that is. That was bound for the roof of the net until Kepa's intervention. It may have come at a cost. Bright still just about first at every loose ball. This is Pascal Gross, that's a teasing delivery, and that's 1-1. And Chelsea can't say it has not been coming. Danny Welbeck has been on the pitch for barely a minute. And he has levelled for Brighton. Sterling had to wait for support to arrive, now it has. Gallagher, Chilwell, decent ball in! Not sure if that was keeper or post. And then across the face of goal, but the flag up on the far side anyway. Ciso trying to keep it in, James is back there for cover, but Ciso's beaten two, and he's hit the post, and the follow-up is over the top from Welbeck. Wow, what an escape for the Blues. Nicely inside too, and Ciso, what a strike! Oh, a wonder goal from the teenager. Oh, good effort. Boy, that was travelling. Just too high. Okay. 
I think um, we have two positives that we can take from the last match. And the very first is um, Modric. Um, yeah, Mikhailo Modric. His performance was, was maybe not the best, but yeah, he has the highest assist of any Chelsea player. Joint highest because he has two and a bunch of other players have. They also have to, I think, Mount and Jewel. There have some players that have gotten um, a couple assists. So, but his performance was good. Not great, but good. He was our best player in the match. And the second positive that we can take from the match is um, we scored a goal. Yes, we scored a goal. We scored a goal. We scored a goal. We scored a goal. I can't remember the last time we scored. When was the last time we scored? Okay. Um, I try every day not to get angry. And if you know me, you notice that I am not the most... Well, I say, if I say the most angry, is that even a word? Because you won't see me get angry about our matches. Okay, sometimes, one or two times you see me. I get very pissed. But... Yeah. At this rate, you can't get angry anymore. If you are getting angry after watching the Chelsea matches, maybe because, I don't know, you've not been watching us, but I've been watching a lot of Chelsea matches. So, I know what to expect. But you know, as a Chelsea fan, you still want to give your team the benefit of doubt and you want to go out and watch and want to see something different. But always, you end up seeing the same, same old same. And sometimes it's very annoying. And very annoying. Okay, Frank Lampard. Uh, it's quite... I don't know how to say it. But I am baffled that he's still there. Maybe. I, I don't expect that Todd Bolly is going to like... Remove him from the post of um, interim manager. But I think Lampard, if... Okay, maybe I'm, I'm not an issue. So I'm not going to say if I were... I don't know what I would do. But I think the right call would be to do the honorable thing. Fall on your sword. Come out and say, yes, maybe I am not um, cut out for this job. Maybe. Because the whole thing, playing three um, games and scoring one goal, conceding five and losing all three. Like, that's not that's not it. Roy Hudson, I saw he um he start today. Roy Hudson this season has coached or managed um three games, won three. Lampard has coached I think twenty yeah twenty plus games and has won only three. Okay, so um, this is now a um Lampard v Roy podcast. So. Yeah, that. So I feel um, I won't say angry because, as I said, I don't get angry quite of, often after watching the Chelsea match. I just say, ah, okay, thank God I survived this. Thank God I survived this. Okay, that's that about that. I don't want to um, label it and. As I said, I don't like sounding like a broken record. So, let's talk about um, 
our match against Real Madrid. I think it's going to be a tough one because, as always, um, every match against Real Madrid is tough. And we are going into this game knowing that um, we need a win, not just a win. We need to overturn the two-goal deficit. And our best left-back, one of the best left-backs in the world, is not going to start the game and that's Ben Chiwell. And we know on his day he can change any game. But um, we have Kukurela starting and I know a lot of Chelsea fans have been critical about him. And I have been, yeah, I've been also critical about him. And his performance, not maybe about him, but his performance. And he does not bring in the same thing that Chiwell will bring in. I don't think he is the best going forward. So you watch Chiwell play and then you watch him play and you're like, oh, that's a big difference. So some people say defensively, um, he's better. I think maybe a bit better than Chiwell. Well, any day, any time I'll pick Chiwell. But yeah, this is where we are where we don't have that luxury so we know for sure i think he's the first name on the team sheet every other person does not have um okay yeah but the rest but he's because he for his there's nobody to replace him well yeah if you ask me to pick my team i did say i'm trying hard not to like go into deep um preview because yeah if you ask um the bookmakers they'll tell you that we are going to lose so why bother okay i need to bother i think uh we are not i don't know why i'm having but then i'm a chelsea fan so what do you expect but i think he might do something but every time for chelsea anytime you think they will do something that's when they don't do that thing and every time you just say okay i think we are out like we did against um, Real Madrid last season, a lot of us thought, okay, there's no way we are coming back into this. We can't win this game. And then what happened? We actually won the game. Yeah, we lost the tie, but then we won the game. Just when we said believing, and that's what I'm saying. Just when we said believing, when we're leading 3 0, we said believing, oh, we could do this. We are the best team in Europe. Don't even try Chelsea. Chelsea in uh, the Champions League is different from Chelsea in the Premier League, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, when you start trusting, because we, we believed that we were going to win it after we went 3-0 up and what happened? Yeah, we lost the tie. But that is it. We can put in a performance on a very good day. And for me, I think we are going to get relegated. I don't know. I, it feels a very stupid thing to say. But I said before the Brighton game that if we lose this game, I don't see any hope of getting any point. Because you are going to play against Man City, Arsenal, Manchester United and Newcastle. So if you can't beat Brighton, we can't beat Aston Villa, we can't beat um, who else, we can't beat um, Liverpool. I don't see us beating any of those teams. We are playing at... Uh, we have Tottenham. Okay, no, we, we already played against Tottenham. So we are playing at, against four of the top five teams in England and I don't see us um, winning any of those games. So if you don't win four out of our remaining games, I think we'll be dragged into that regulation battle. So 
any show if you want to show that we can actually get out of it then it has to start with this madrid game at least get a draw at least score two goals not a penalty at just putting a performance uh my team that i think is going to start let me just give you my preferred lineup mending goal um a back three of tiago silva westley fofana and um, kolibali sinjot who do we have who do we have who do we have who do we have at center back who else i don't think um chaloba because um he was much rusty and putting him if you put him in the game against uh real madrid depending if he plays left i don't think he can even play left side of the of a three-man center back if he plays um the right side Vinicius Junior is going to cook him. <sighs> okay, so Thiago Silva, um, Wesley Fofana, which James right wing back, central midfield of Enzo and Kovacic, and we have our attackers three up front, up front, Modric, left wing. Right wing, Raheem Stanley, and um, Kai Havertz. So I I know I'm missing somebody. Um, three, four, three. Another centre back. Why? I know Kolebadi is injured. Kolebadi is injured. I don't know if I can say we should risk playing with James as a right center back and then playing um with ben loftus chick as a right wing back that would be very dangerous i don't think i can i will i will gamble with um chaloba i think i will gamble with chaloba because yeah he had a very tough match against mitoma yeah fighting that wasn't his best match but I think he's still anybody that knows me knows how high highly I really rate him. I think he's a very good player. I really like him as a player. Jovas boy has actually has nothing to do with his um religion inclination or anything like that, just because he's yeah, I just I just like him as a player. I think he's a good player. Um, that is almost it. I'm just thinking. Um, apart from, yeah, I, I, I still up now. I still feel like who the person that made the decision not to include Bruno Abandashev in our Champions League squad. Ah, that was for me. That that that's a very bad decision. That was a poor decision. Whoever made that decision needs to be flogged. Well, okay, I'm I'm done. Okay. That said, I will still say our season is done. We start from today. So I think decisions should be made about 
everything from today from the signings from the sales and everything like it should be available now we should have said planning it the board and the technical technical directors the owners the chairman everybody come together to make decisions saying oh from this moment this is what we know that this season is done um we'll most likely get knocked out of the ucl tomorrow or later i think sooner rather than later i think tomorrow we get knocked out and yeah we most likely not qualify for any European competitions, so let's start working for the future. Yeah, it's quite painful to even think of. It's quite painful. It's quite painful. But I think we should start working for the future, as I say. And the future is tomorrow, and we should start working for the future now. So every decision that will be made should be made now. Yeah. So just to end today's episode, um, some of the news making the rounds. Three Chelsea players, Kepa, Rizabalaga, Thiago Silva and Kai Havert have been nominated for EA Sports FIFA's Premier League team of the season. So yes, I think for Kepa and Kai Havert, um, it was a surprise to some yeah but for Kayavas especially that's for me I think uh, yeah but I don't know the metrics how they nominate these players or oh, and I don't know maybe there are no other attackers that maybe the attackers have been poor generally apart from a select few or if they decide to select him who are we to say no um, according to the Times, Chelsea's new chairman Todd Bolly and technical director Christopher Vivel believe that Julian Nagusman will be a good fit for the role of manager, although the club has not yet identified any preferred option. Yeah, um, and I saw, um, I think Vince saying why it's going to be unfair on. Luis Enrique, the whole interview process. Like, if you have your mind centered on this guy, okay, just go for him because you are really you only interviewed this other person because in case the talks go south. So if everything just go according to plan, you are going to have a higher announcement. So why not just do it and not put every other person through this stress? I'm not going to say anything about that. Um, talks are reportedly in progress between Chelsea and Yelena Guzman for the position of new manager for next season. Despite rumors, the former Bayern Munich coach is not in PSG's shortlist to repair, replace Gaucha or Garcia. Yeah. And that's Nick from Nico Skira from t- Twitter, of course. So, Nico, Nico is in that. Um, the talks is progressing between Julian and Chelsea and there is no way or the, the chances are very slim for Nagusman to replace um, Christopher in PSG so maybe Julian Nagusman will be our next coach I have not I 
I think um for me I've not made my decision. I I just want the board to make decision. I'm grateful that I am not the person making these decisions because yeah, some of these decisions they are just for me I because I know that uh if we get MEK there's a high chance that Tottenham will get Nagusma. So you just we have a, to make the best decisions because if we don't make the best decision, we are almost making the best decision for our arrival. Because if the better coaches lose Enrique and then we go for Nagusman, then Tottenham will go for the better coach. But then if we go for Luis Enrique and Tottenham will go for Nagusman, then we have the better coach. And then we have and we have the option of choosing first because I think both of them will want to manage Chelsea. Then this news that came out today, one senior Chelsea player who was signed for a large fee in the past 12 months was heavily criticized during Todd Bolly's recent dressing room talks. Yeah, the recent dressing room talks that a lot of people have been about after our game against Brighton, um, we saw pictures of him walking um, to the dressing room and we heard that he had a long talk with the players. Some reporter claiming that he spent one hour in the dressing room with the players. So, and now we are hearing that one player was heavily criticized. This player is currently disillusioned with the situation and has been disgruntled in training. And that's from Jacob Steinberg of the Guardian. A lot of people are saying this player is by him Sterling, but I'm not sure. I don't know. So we just wait. And I don't think Sterling has. Um, it, or Sterling is at fault for any of our troubles. This is in our woes. This is in. Yeah, but if they think. He is because they are paying him, so maybe they, they have plans when they signed him. They thought he was going to just come in and galvanize his side, and it's not happening. So, oh, I don't think it's right if these things are going to come out to the press and everybody's going to be hearing about it as we are hearing about it now. I don't think it's really right. For, but then, what do I know? I'm just a podcaster, <laughs> Lord. Okay. So I left um, this final segment last because not because of not because I want to disrespect anybody, but that's a little bit of positive news. The only bit of positive news this past weekend. So I left it last. Let's enjoy the commentary. this semi-final and a rare chance for a first Chelsea goal for the French international it's a long way off though
great flick from Kirk. Wrighton has got there. Typically dangerous cross from Guru Wrighton. Oh, it's off the woodwork. Great effort from Jankovic. Villa survived, but only just. Still, it's nil-nil this semi-final. Such a dangerous cross for the ball, Guru Wrighton. that would have been Straight first in the semi-final. It's that pipeline again. Brighton, Kerr, back of the net. Familiar, well-told story. With a happy ending for Chelsea. 24 this season for Kerr. Got there, and Kerr might have another. Mohampton wasn't moving. Everyone expected ball in net there. That would have been some breathing room. That's wayward by her standards. And he drops here. Sarah Mailing is a whisker away from levelling it up. A great strike from the right back that. Chelsea throws the bullet. <laughs> to get rid. Running from her own half here, Kurt. To seal it. Sam Kerr for two. Straight at Hampton. It's still a contest. It shouldn't be. She's had a couple of great chances. Hard fought win, Chelsea going back to Wembley to defend the FA Cup in next month's final against Manchester United. We still have a chance to win a treble. Yes, we still have a chance. I'm still feeling pains from uh County Cup final loss to Arsenal. It's, I'm still hot because that was our chance for a quadruple gun. Last time we had uh, a huge chance to win the quadruple was 23-21 season when we lost the Champions League final against Barcelona. Yeah, that's 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 that tough one. Yeah, our semi-final win against Aston Villa, difficult. 
I watched the match. It wasn't the best of matches. We had a lot of chances. Sam K had some great chances that she should have buried on a very good day. She should have gotten an hat trick in this match. But yeah, that was not um, to be. Uh, I'm just happy that it didn't come to bite us. That's her missus didn't come to bite us in the behind yeah second in the league UCL quarterfinals or semi-finals now UCL semi-final and the final of the champion of the FA Cup what am I thinking we are on the right path so even though we have the other not the other half because we also have the youth team so it's not an equal half so if we want to group the youth teams together just say okay one third or yeah one third of we know our youth teams yeah they've been good we know they have history of being good and then the women team too so the men teams the men team now is going through it sometimes tough time what I am tired but you know what I'm happy that Sam K is not tired because that's 24 goals this season she's an absolutely good player she's a great player for us I think one of the best decisions was signing her one of our best decisions was signing her um the only decision I can see ahead of that is maybe hiring Emma Hayes as manager. But yeah, that's one of the best decisions. Signing Samke. Ah, we've come to the end of today's episode. Um, by the way, before I forget or before I go, rather, uh, I usually attach a pool to each episode. So do well to check it out on your preferred listening platform and answer the question and also vote for the best option or the option you think is best. So I'm going to leave. So the um, question I'm going to put is, who do you think is a best player of the season? so far while for the poll the poll should be who do you want to be our next manager so we just have four options Yulan Agusman Luis Enrique Jose Mourinho and others <laughs> any other don't forget to follow me at Simply Broad on TikTok on Instagram and YouTube also on twitter most importantly on twitter until we see again same time same podcast (laughs) next week monday keep the blue flag flying high